0: First time, long time. 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 First time, long time.
1: Hey there, Sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Ty Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barrow. Richie, how are you?
0: I think you know very well how I am. Uh, it's the same way you should be. You sounded a little too chipper for me in that intro. Uh, the New York Mets are not moving on to the next round of the playoffs. Matter of fact, by now, the team that beat us has already been uh, demolished by those uh, those little baby bears from uh, from that dangerous city, Chicago, where all the guns are. So, uh, you know, that's uh, that's terrible news. It could have been us. I think we could have put up a good fight against those guys. But um, you know, it's it's like they, it's like the Cubs have been saying for the last hundred eight years. There's always next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely, kid. Can't bet against the Chicago Cubs. Am I right? But Richie, we, we weren't here last week. We we had the show two weeks ago as we normally do. We were planning a little playoff preview, and then then you were you were radio silent for a couple of days, and then you were a little cryptic uh, about an incident of some kind. What what happened to you, kid?
0: Yeah, I got to apologize. See, what happened was we had the whole show planned. We had a whole preview going on. And then uh, I was driving uh, to uh, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx to take uh, my aunt, who is 102 years old, out for a lovely dinner. And I get to the toll booth. My easy pass isn't working. I get out to see what's going on. Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, I treat it like the TV Just bang banging a few times. It starts working. Sure. Long story sh- long story short, toll booth comes up, comes down, smashes me in the head, and I see dollar signs flash in my eyes. I'm thinking to myself, "This is a perfect time to go on disability." Uh, so I did that. Got a- got a week off, which was pretty sweet. The only problem is what I forgot is that you know the insurance company, when you're on disability, you got to stay in the house. I basically had to dress up like I was in Saving Private Ryan. I was in fatigues all day, looking out the window of binoculars. Because if they saw me, you know, picking up the paper or mowing the lawn or doing anything, I would have been toast. So, you know, if they saw me sitting in here talking to you and screaming, I get very physical during Mets baseball. If they saw me outside, like, you know, yelling at the neighbor's kid about how, uh, you know, I don't believe in Lucas Duda or, uh, you know, kicking in the side of my car, I would have lost a bunch of money. And, you know, I'm already uh, I'm not doing tremendous financially. So I had to uh, pull the plug there and uh, do a little do a little witness protection on you.
1: Hey, kid, you got to got to work smart, not work hard. Am I right?
0: I mean, that's that's my motto. You know, like I, I checked the uh, checked the pension fund the other day. Uh, I'm definitely not doing either. But I, the, the motto is definitely to work smart uh, instead of hard. Yeah.
1: I love it, kid, 100%, but as we, as I'm sure you saw as we watched the game between the Metropolitans and the Giants, we mentioned Madison Bumgarner going to the mound, and pretty much him and Noah God really a pitcher duel, pitching duel for the ages through seven innings. Uh, Noah was tremendous. Bumgarner was also tremendous. Bumgarner throwing just a, a diet of high fastballs to our boy, Yo, and the rest of the offense couldn't pick up the pieces. And then, as always, a guy named Gillespie just just screws things up. You know, there's always a guy named Gillespie, some guy on the job site who comes over and he doesn't know how to fucking hit a hit a nail with a hammer. And you say, "Look, look, buddy, I know you're Irish like myself, but I, I don't like you." And that's that's what happened.
0: Oh yeah, I've never liked the Gillespie folk. I mean, they like you said, they always show up. They're the guy that you know they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna secure. The, uh, the the ropes on the beams so you know they, they they're always they're always causing problems. they're always hurting themselves with a hammer uh, you know forgetting forgetting tools this that the other thing. they're just a problem you know and this in this case we got this rookie uh, that comes in Connor Gillespie we got all game Thor's pitching lights out he looks like he looks like Nolan Ryan in his prime. Uh, the guy is just going crazy and he's facing off against this bum gardener guy who looks like one of a, the hill people. I mean, this guy real scary looking, looks like he, you know, looks like he would, just came out of the woods one day. Like he didn't even have parents. Like he just kind of roamed out of the woods and, uh, someone threw him a ball. It was like, Hey kid, you want to have a catch? And he just blasted like a hundred mile an hour fastball into his glove. And next thing you know, he's on the giants. So uh, I hate that guy. Don't trust him. Gives me the creeps. Uh, he comes in, he's going inning for inning, then this, this retread, this nobody, uh, you know, the, the 2016 Ryan Thompson Award for losers, Connor Gillespie, shows up and, and whacks one out of the park. And, uh, you know, I mean, our boy Jerry family, you know, consistent as the day is long all year long, and, and here we are. It, it was 3 nothing. real devastating blow. Um, you know, and that was, that was about the time that I started hitting the gentleman jack real, real hard.
1: Yeah. I tell you, kid, it was rather unfortunate. And I, I had like one of those bad intuitions, one of those bad feelings when they showed that Gillespie kid walking up to the plate with a mouthful of chew. I mean, he, he was staring down familiar pretty intensely and sure enough, you know, the guy runs into a, uh, hanging breaking ball. A real helicopter of a breaking ball from Familiar. And this has kind of been the bugaboo with our boy. Um, I'm the biggest Familiar guy as anybody. He's the best closer the Mets have ever had. But whether it's the quick pitch to Alex Gordon, the World Series last season, uh, or what we saw t- uh, against Gillespie, it's not ideal. Giving up timely home runs.
0: Yeah, I mean, now that that raises two questions for me. Number one, is familiar a little bit soft because he doesn't do chew? He looks more like a bubblegum guy. He's got nice teeth. He's a little pretty. Uh, you know, he looks like the kind of guy who you know you you could hurt his feelings with a with a with a mean social media post. You know what I mean? Like, is that the kind of guy we want closing? You know, is that the reason why he gave up the, the bomb, the Gillespie?
1: I don't know, kid. I I. Like Familiar, he's built sort of like a, a linebacker for the New York Giants. Both the Jets and the Giants could probably use him at linebacker. We're being honest, kid, but that's a different talk for a different day. But quite frankly, just not getting the job done in major spots.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, that guy. That guy throws a little bit of chew in his mouth. He becomes like uh, like Antonio Alfonseca. In his prime. So, you know, something to think about, Jerry, in the offseason. Maybe develop a habit uh, that could, uh, you know, give you a life-threatening disease but make you look a lot tougher. All right? That's number one. And number two, is Jerry family Armando Benitez? Is Armando Benitez Jerry family?
1: I don't know. I, I, I guess all we have to do is walk him in front of uh, Tino Martinez at the local Models, and if Tino tries to fight him, then he is Armando Benitez.
0: That's one good test. The other good test would be if if he's out there, I'm sure he's listening, uh, if we could get Familia to pitch to Brian Jordan, and Brian Jordan cranks one to the moon, which is always what he did off Benitez, then I know that they're officially the same person. Uh, you know, there's there's always birth certificate issues in the MLB. So, you know, something to think about. Is is Familia, you know, Benitez, who uh, who just shaved and, and took a little break from the game?
1: Or maybe Pat Burrell, because Pat Burrell sure sure hit a number of home runs off Benitez, and he's probably about neck deep in, in empty whiskey bottles now, so we can get that guy back, too. Yeah, bring Pat the
0: bat in. I need to know. I need to know, because I cannot, you know, I, I was very happy with Familia all season long, but if he's going to pull this Benitez act and you know if he may actually be Benitez himself, we need to know. We need to get him out of there. You know, maybe give uh, maybe give one of the kids a chance. Maybe put Blevins in as the closer. You know, he was he was electric. He was lights out at the end. You know, maybe maybe give Goodell a shot. I mean, you know, like <laughs> let these kids that are working hard. Uh, you know, you know, let a, give them a shot. Let the kids play.
1: I like it, kid. I. Uh... <laughs> getting a little, a little versatile, as, as they say, and as we talk about that, we talk about the bugaboo for the Mets really the entire season, we even had the great Matt on, and he, and he you know, agreed in a sense that, that Terry was making some mistakes during the season, and as we get to the end of this year, what do you think about Terry? Is he the guy that's going to get us over the hump and get us a World Series, or do you think it's time to bring in somebody else?
0: I mean, it certainly doesn't look like Terry's the guy. I had We had the distinct pleasure of watching Eric Campbell and Ty Kelly back-to-back back in a friggin' elimination game, okay? I mean, I don't know what kind of PCP this little long gnome was taking, but, uh, you know, I'd I love some, you know, because I'd love to live in a world where, where you can get away with that kind of crap. Uh, you know, it, it's the equivalent of, of, like, being on the job site and, and just, like, you know just whipping out your private parts and just going around smacking your boss with it. Like, it, it's uncalled for. You can never get away with it anywhere else. And somehow, Terry's here doing it doing it day in, day out, and in the biggest game of the year. So I, I think you got to get rid of the guy. Uh, I mean, what do you got?
1: I think it's at the point where it's like any professional sports team. You get to a certain point with a guy, and maybe you, you have some success. And obviously, he made the World Series. He did a great job in August and September this year, getting them back into the playoffs, pulling the right strings, uh, besides the reliance on, on Soup Campbell, which is a different story for a different day. I think you get to a point where it is appreciated if there's another voice in there. I, But again, you know, Terry's been successful. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Tom Coughlin with the New York Giants. Is, it, is, it, is that a decent similarity in your mind?
0: I mean, it would be good, you know, Tommy, uh, Tommy C., he uh he at least won the team some championships. He had he, he had that little QB in there that looks like he ate paint chips. He's always got that weird look on, and they at least won a Super Bowl or two. You know, if Terry True. if Terry brought home the bacon last year, I'd probably lay off him a little bit. But uh, you know, I got a buddy actually who is friends with the part owner of uh, McFadden's in Rockville Center, and he told me that the rumor is David Wright going to coach next year. So, don't, you know, don't don't get too crazy, but I, could you see it happening? I can see it happening.
1: I don't know, kid. I I'm a, I'm a big a David guy as anybody, but uh, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if the, the kid's back is all right.
0: Hey, re5 spec. You know, <laughs> <laughs> makes makes a lot more sense than uh, re2 spec, you know? It's uh Give, give the guy his due he uh, he stay, stayed in New York. I think he got to make the guy the manager at this point it's It's the right
1: move and in terms of as we talk about next season, the big question hanging over everybody's head is will Ioannis Cespedes return? Of course, he signed a three- year deal before this season, but he has an opt out after this first year. so in my mind, I, I think and I hope that him and the Mets are allowed a little bit of an understanding. They leave him alone. They let him golf. They let him rip heaters in the clubhouse. Just leave the guy alone. Let him hit. But you never know. You never know, especially with the way Major League Baseball is going, teams with a lot of money. Somebody could come in and try and blow him away with like a six or seven year deal now that he's done it back to back years. Do you see that happening? or What do you think is going to happen with Cespedes and will he be back?
0: I'm going to be really open with you. uh, Full composure. If they get him back i'm gonna keep my yo stuff i'm gonna be on the yo train i may dye my hair blonde provided you know i'm uh, i'm allowed to do that uh i'm all over it if he does leave the team though i am fully prepared to uh to call him a showboating uh cocky overrated borderline thug who uh, i never liked so i am ready for yoannes to either leave or stay i hope he stays um, you know he's making good money. He lives in New York. Uh, you know it seems like he became good friends with some of the guys in the team. I don't have any basis for saying that, but like you know he they were smiling together sometimes. So uh, you know plus like he's he's on the Jay Z uh, he's on the Jay Z team there. Jay Z is agent. so you know why would you leave? Why would you leave the city?
1: You know what the kids say: Rockefeller is the army. You better get the Navy, and then a bunch of other things that I can't mention. That's a, a song from a long time ago. Oh yeah, from from when we were <laughs> from when we were little. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Little, little, kind of, you know, more like twenties, uh, uh, set and fires, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Back in the nineties, uh, don't remember too much.
0: It's all relative. Yeah, some somewhere around between twenty five and thirty four, this uh, this rap surfaced and Jay Z became a thing. But you mm-hmm. know. Uh, in any case, he brought us Yohannes, and and I hope the guy hangs around. I mean, he's the big bat that we need. He's the big bat that has carried us to technically two playoff berths, even though I don't know how you feel. I don't consider this year a playoff berth. I think you've got to play in a series to, you know, I mean, they, they want to sell me uh, – they, they just called it the playoffs so they could sell me some more T-shirts. And, of course, I bought them, but,
1: you know – Really, do you really
0: think we play in the playoffs?
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, it's the same thing as if they were tied back in the day with their team at the end of the regular season. Like Al Leiter going against Cincinnati in the one game playoff in 98 and 99, our boy Alfonso getting the big homer to lift them uh, one or two nothing. But no, I, it's, it's not a thing. It's, uh, it's a way for the MLB to have a little more excitement. I guess it is a little more exciting, and it's certainly beneficial. Uh, for the Metropolitans, especially this year, but uh, no, I I think it's kind of ridiculous, personally. How about yourself?
0: It, it looks good, but you know, I it, I kind of felt like a loser watching the whole thing. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the the it's like when you're in softball and the last place team goes out to the bar and and rips thirty beers and and celebrates like you actually did something. At the end of the day, you're going home, you're getting chewed out by your old lady. And, uh, you don't even get to, uh, to, to have like that, that four foot trophy that they give out at the end. So, you know, it's not worth it. It's all a whole bunch of garbage, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, h- how do you feel about, uh, Yoannis? Would you want him back in the fold or what?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the guy is a generational hitter for the New York Metropolitans. The only guy in my lifetime that I remember, like that could change a game with one swing was Mike Piazza and, I, I got to tell you, Richie, I'm I'm a little worried because they bring in this Jay Bruce, and, you know, he's another guy that's got some some extra time on his contract, and sure, he did turn around at the end of the season. But I'm worried that this is going to be the Wilpons and the Mets front office saying, well, we, uh, could, we couldn't afford Cespedes. He asked for too much money, even though we play in New York, where we're the biggest, biggest market in the country, and we couldn't afford to bring him back. But, hey, we got Jay Bruce. Do you think Bruce is going to be back? He's got one year on his deal. The Mets look to to move him. How do you how do you see that playing out? Because I think him and Cespedes are kind of in concert.
0: Yeah, I mean a Keith Burger costs thirteen bucks, and, and it, this is a team that's worried about money. I mean, I mean, my own. Let me tell you something unbelievable. Like if only I had all those problems, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be throwing myself in front of uh, the, the the arm of a toll booth for Christ's sake. But uh, but you know, I I do think Bruce is going to be back. They got to pay him thirteen million smackaroons for next season. I think they're on board for that. Um, You know, I I don't know. Usually, I have my insiders, like the guy over at McFadden's, who told me about the David Wright coaching gig. I don't really have anybody like that uh, who knows Bruce because he's from Ohio. um, You know, which is all the way down south. So I'm not really not really with that. Um, But you know, I've been I've been holding a grudge since the Civil War. You know what I mean? But uh, I think the guy, I think the guy will be back. I think he's going to be back, and I think he's going to be good. You saw what Jay Bruce could do at the end of the year le- this past year. Um, I do worry though, because this is a this is a classic Mets move where it's like, hey, look at this bright shiny object with good hair who looks like he should be working at a fifties burger joint with a roller skate up to your car. Hey, look at that! Look at that! Enjoy that! And then boom, yo runs out the door. He's gone. Uh, so, you know, I'd like to have both of them back. That would be more than ideal, but, um, you know, I'd also be open to trading Bruce and getting, getting some assets from that. I mean, you know, why don't you, why don't you try to strap that one on for size?
1: Yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense if they can move Bruce. I mean, I don't know if it's going to really work for him in New York for certain guys. it just whatever reason doesn't pan out. Uh, Kenny Rogers, line one. Uh, but that's besides the point. Uh, I'd like to see them both back, but Lock Jam and the Mets outfield we will see what they end up doing. Of course, another question is, second base, our boy Neil Walker, his contract is up after this season. If you listen to Mark or uh, some of the other Mets beat writers, they, they seem to say that this was understood, that you know he probably wouldn't be resigning with the team when the Mets traded for him. What do you think the second base situation looks like next season?
0: I mean, Neil was good while he lasted, but I need the guy to scram because, you know, they got the, uh, they got that option where, you know, they got to, they extend the guy an offer. He says no, and it gets us an extra draft pick. Plus, I mean, we got, we got middle infielders coming out of our caboose at this point. We got that guy, uh, Essachini, he, he was, he was pretty phenomenal at the end of last year. Uh, we got TJ Ravano, who was hitting like 380 uh, at the end of the year. Uh, you know, if David Wright doesn't become the full-time manager, he'll be a third base for at least 10 games. So Jose Reyes needs a place to play, uh, for that time period. Uh, you know, we've got a strudel, uh, there's, there's just a ton of, ton of guys clogging up the middle. I mean, there's even, uh, Jelly Johnson who mostly a bench guy, but you never know if Terry's still the coach, he may become, you know, our starting second baseman. So I don't think there's any room for Walker, and uh, I think I think they were saying that they if he did accept the qualifying offer, the guy would be making about seventeen million dollars a year, which you know just makes me want to want to vomit all of myself. So uh, Neil, it was nice. It was like a, a little one year stand. Uh, you know, we'll call you an Uber and uh, be out in the morning. All right.
1: Yeah, I understand uh, where you're coming from, kid. I think the Mets team, even without Dilson Herrera, who they trade away in the Jay Bruce deal. I think, you know, T.J. Rivera, I don't know if he could do it full season with the glove, but the guy can really hit. I love what he brings to the table. They got Ahmad Rosario, who's more of a shortstop, but, you know, appears to have the flexibility to maybe play some other infield positions instead. So keep an eye on that. And as we talk about the second base position, another question is who's going to be the catcher next year? A remarkably disappointing season from Travis Darnot. Kevin Plowecki, another guy that was supposed to hit, can clearly not hit on the Major League level, at least as it stands now. I love the cut of Rene Rivera's jib, my man. I think Rivera really handled the pitching staff well. I think he's a guy that should have the job full-time like he was at the end of the season. Obviously, the guy's a retread. He's been with some other teams. But I like what he brings to the table. What say you?
0: I don't know. I mean, this year, the catching position was, uh, it was done no good, okay? That's that's one that I wrote and sent it to Newsday. Didn't, didn't pick it up, had to use it somewhere. Not, you know, I'm not going to let that one go to waste. But, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he looked like a bum. Paul, like he looked kind of like a bum. These are the two guys we're relying on here. Uh, Rene Rivera comes out of the deep blue, uh, jumps in. He's doing great with the pitches. He's doing, doing I don't know, decent things with the bat. I mean, the guy basically had to get... One hit every three weeks to out-hit uh, Donnell and Plawecki, which is very sad. Uh, you know, but I hope maybe this is something we can uh, we can address in free agency. Or, if you think about it, like I said before, you keep Yolenis and you want to trade Jay Bruce. Who could use Jay Bruce? Who was in the mix for Jay Bruce? Let's do a little quick math. Ready? Boom, 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 boom. The Giants just got eliminated from the playoffs. Don't have that kind of power guy right in the middle of the lineup. Uh, Who's the Giants catcher? Boop, boop 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 boop. Buster Posey. Jay Bruce for Buster Posey.
1: Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> Buster Posey, guy that uh, could be on the block. Sources to say, where's Kenny Rosenthal? Get me. Get me Tom Fiducci, Line one, as long as he's not on my fucking television. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Kenny Rosenthal, but I know about Kenny from Supercuts. And Kenny from
0: Supercuts used to date a girl who, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but she used to do some filthy things with Buster Posey, and he's been telling people that uh, he's on the block. So, you know, you heard it from from Supercuts ears to God's lips. So, however the saying goes, I think Buster Posey's on his way out. So that's from us, Jay Bruce for Buster Posey. Uh, that would solve the catching woes. Would love to keep Rene Rivera on though as an extra. Um, you know, don't know what's going to happen with Dono and Paul like, he I would imagine we keep one of them. Uh, you know, and have them hang out and I don't know maybe, you know, catch balls at home plate from Tim Tebow in practice in Florida. I, I don't know. They'll do something, but uh, but I think it's a position that that's going to see some change next year.
1: I like it, kid. I agree completely. And there we go, kind of a mishmash of thoughts about next season, recapping the end of this season. will give you an official – Well, wait, wait, hold on. Hold the phone. There's one
0: more. There's one more we forgot. Who's playing first base? For the
1: Mets?
0: You bet. You know I play there for softball. Don't even start.
1: Well, I mean, we got the Duda man. We got James Loney uh, in the mix. Wait, where, where are you going here? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, you know, I think it it might be time for a change over at 1B. I could see uh, my countryman, Conforto, picking up a glove. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, I know Terry likes to treat Conforto like he's uh, a, leper that, a leper that just contracted herpes and, uh, you know, just bury him on the bench there. But I think you got to give the guy a real shot at first base. Uh, you know, Duda's... Duda's back is uh, has has all the strength of a a plastic bag from King Colin at this point, and uh, James Loney for for all his defense, generally couldn't hit it out of the infield with a with a full power swing. So uh, you know, I know you're a Duda guy. I can I can smell you getting upset over there, uh, but but I just need you to be a little open minded. Okay, you know like. <laughs> The way you the way you embraced Donald Trump into your life and thought about politics a new way, and now you're excited about it, you should do the same with this because you know this is uh, they they may need a change over there.
1: Yeah, kid, I I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Duda certainly has a lot to prove. I still think he's got a ton of pop. I don't hate the idea of Conforto picking up a glove at first base. I think they got to keep his bat in the lineup and stop, like you said, treating him like a leper. You know, after two after two months they said all right yeah you didn't hit now you're gonna go down and you know i i don't understand it i think they got to give conforto a chance to play that's another reason i did not understand the jay bruce thing uh and as you mentioned uh long island long island folks for trump
0: oh yeah i mean there's really no other candidate but you know we'll we'll cover that on our uh our first time long time election show coming up in november that's, that's bound to be a hit, and uh, you know I think on that note that's it for now. This was kind of a post uh, post mortem, kind of a, a period of sadness. Uh, but we got good news next week. Uh, you know, Tommy and myself, we're going to do an award ceremony for the end of the season. It's going to be the end of the season uh, first time, long time awards. So we're going to be giving out awards, and uh, we're going to line up. We're going to try to line up uh, a special guest or two. I've been having a text message battle with one of them. Um, You know, a lot of of one-word answers back and forth. But if we get them on, you guys are going to love it. So uh, stay tuned and, uh, you know, catch us at the regular places, the the Facebook and Twitter at MetsFTLT. And, uh, you know, send us an email if you want, firsttimelongtimepod at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's it. Right,
1: Tommy? I love it, kid. Let's go Mets. See you later. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time.
0: Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog, First time, long time.